We hope you are enjoying our expanded podcast schedule. For the month of July, we have something new for our members. Each month, members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of July, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code fireworks at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code fireworks. Thank you for your support. July 17th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Russia has announced the suspension of its participation in a UN broker deal that allowed Ukrainian grain to be exported through the Black Sea. The decision came just hours after Russia claimed that Ukraine had attacked the Crimean Bridge resulting in the deaths of two individuals and the injury of their daughter. The bridge, which connects Russia to Crimea, was seen as a vital artery for Russian troops and a prestigious project initiated by President Putin. The Kremlin stated that the halting of the grain deal was unrelated to the bridge attack, citing unfulfilled obligations under the Black Sea agreements as the reason. Russia has informed Turkey, Ukraine, and the UN of its opposition to extending the deal. This development has had a significant impact on wheat prices, causing them to rise. Both Russia and Ukraine are major agricultural producers, particularly in wheat, barley, maize, and other commodities. U.S. Climate Envoy John Kerry emphasized the urgency for China and the United States to make significant progress in addressing climate change ahead of the COP28 global climate talks. During a meeting with his Chinese counterpart, Kerry urged China to collaborate on reducing methane emissions and mitigating the impact of coal-fired power. The discussions aimed to rebuild trust after talks were suspended in 2022. Both countries have been affected by extreme weather events, and the meetings focused on addressing non-CO2 emissions and coal dependence. Despite cordial relations between the envoys, underlying tensions and differences in approach may hinder progress. The resumption of top-level climate diplomacy between the U.S. and China comes as part of broader efforts to stabilize their bilateral relationship. A pre-dawn attack on the Kerch Strait Bridge, which connects the occupied Crimean Peninsula to mainland Russia, resulted in its temporary closure affecting the main supply route for Russian troops in southern Ukraine. Russian officials accused Ukraine of the attack, while Ukrainian officials remained silent. Visual evidence showed damage to the bridge, and a Ukrainian military spokesperson highlighted the potential logistical problems it poses to the Kremlin's war efforts. The Russian-appointed official in southern Ukraine reported two strikes on the bridge, causing collapse and damage to spans. This attack follows a similar incident in October, and if the bridge is significantly damaged, it would impact Russia's supply route. However, the Russian claim that train service had resumed indicated limited damage. 
The assault coincided with Ukraine's counteroffensive against Russian forces in southern Ukraine, where progress has been slow due to landmines and cautious movements. The closure affected summer travel to Crimea, a popular destination for Russian tourists. The attack resulted in casualties, with a father and mother killed and their daughter injured. Crimean officials urged residents and visitors to avoid the bridge and assured sufficient food and fuel supplies during the closure. Elsewhere, the appointment of Fiona Scott Morton, a highly respected economist with strong credentials as the European Commission's chief competition economist, has sparked controversy primarily among French politicians. Scott Morton, a U.S. citizen and the first non-EU individual to hold such a senior position, has faced criticism over her nationality and past consultancy work for major tech companies. Despite being praised by economists worldwide and recognized for her expertise in industrial organization and her commitment to public service, French ministers and European lawmakers have called for the job offer to be retracted, questioning why a European economist was not selected. The commission maintains that Scott Morton was the most qualified candidate. Her role involves evaluating economic aspects of investigations related to antitrust, mergers, and state aid, and she may be involved in implementing regulations on big tech under the Digital Markets Act. Concerns have been raised about potential conflict of interest given her past consulting work and the possibility of recusal from future cases. Additionally, Scott Morton's American nationality could be a point of contention in light of EU policies emphasizing economic security and strategic autonomy. However, supporters believe her U.S. experience will bring a fresh perspective to European competition policy. The Commission has defended her appointment, stating that there are no grounds for her removal, and Scott Morton has not indicated any intention to resign despite the controversy. Twitter has experienced a significant decline in advertising revenue since being acquired by Elon Musk for $44 billion in October last year. Musk, who took over as CEO and laid off half of Twitter's staff, aim to reduce costs. However, the company has not seen the expected increase in sales, although July shows some promise. Twitter is also burdened by heavy debt, and Musk emphasized the need for positive cash flow before pursuing other goals. The rival app Threads has gained popularity, with 150 million users benefiting from its connection to Instagram. Despite aggressive cost-cutting measures, Twitter struggles to regain advertisers who left content moderation rule changes. Musk believes Twitter will generate $3 billion in revenue in 2023, down from $5.1 billion in 2021. Linda Yaccarino, Twitter's new CEO, plans to prioritize video, creator, and commerce partnerships to revive advertising sales. South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol has called for a comprehensive rescue and recovery effort after heavy rains caused severe floods and landslides, resulting in the death of at least 39 people. The toll included 13 individuals found dead in a submerged underpass in the city of Chongju. President Yoon, who expressed deep sadness and condolences, emphasized the need for a serious response and the mobilization of all available resources. He also promised support for recovery work and the designation of affected areas as special disaster zones. The heavy rains have caused extensive flooding and landslides primarily in the central and southern regions of the country. In Shangju, rescue workers have been extracting bodies from a flooded tunnel, with survivors also being rescued. The Korea Meteorological Administration issued additional heavy rain warnings for surrounding provinces. 
President Yoon stressed the importance of recognizing climate change and taking decisive action to improve preparedness and response to such extreme weather events. South Korea, which experiences the monsoon season annually, faced devastating floods and record-breaking rainfall last year as well. In lighter news, in an intense 4-hour, 42-minute match at Wimbledon, Carlos Alcaraz emerged victorious, defeating Novak Djokovic to claim the Wimbledon crown. The 20-year-old Spaniard showcased an impressive array of skills, including powerful serves, tricky slices, and deceptive drop shots. Alcaraz's triumph allowed him to retain his number one ranking and halted Djokovic's four-consecutive Wimbledon title streak. Despite facing tough competition, Alcaraz remained composed, totaling nine aces, converting breakpoints, and hitting 66 winners. His remarkable achievement fulfilled a lifelong dream, while Djokovic, aiming to equal the record for the most Grand Slam titles, acknowledged the disappointment of coming so close to victory. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.